Before we begin, a brief disclaimer. Liminal spaces can often be unsettling. While we invite you to embrace the eeriness of these transitional places, we understand that these meditations may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion, Listener discretion is advised. Is advised. A liminal space is the threshold between the past and the future. A waiting room between what was and what will be. A place nestled between what is familiar and what is unknown. In this place of transition waits uncertainty and transformation. In this series of guided meditations, you will explore liminal spaces in our everyday world. You will stand in the doorway between this world and the next and embrace the ethereal. When the veil thins, all will be revealed. Are you ready to relax? Good. Begin by sitting or lying down in a comfortable place and close your eyes. For the best experience, we recommend using headphones to listen to this audio. Now, take a deep breath in and hold. And breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. In and out. Continue to focus on your breathing. Breathe in, hold for four seconds, and breathe out for four seconds. Now, imagine an orb of white light sitting at the crown of your head. It is luminous, warm, comforting. In a second, it will begin moving through your body. As it does, it will relax each and every muscle until you are fully immersed in light. 
Feel the white light. Begin loosening the muscles in your face. Unclench your jaw and allow the warmth to pass into your neck. branches off and slowly moves down each arm and into your fingers. Relax each muscle as the light moves. At this time, you may feel as if your arms are floating. This is good. Light is descending from your chest now, branching out to flow down each leg. Relax your legs, feet, and toes as they are encapsulated in the warm light. You are floating now. Floating, floating, floating in, in the, the light. light. Do you, Do you feel, feel relaxed? relaxed? Good. 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 Now, visualize a hallway that stretches beyond the horizon. On either side of the hallway are endless doorways, endless possibilities. What type of hallway do you see? Does it have plush, red carpeting? Are the doors made of solid mahogany? Perhaps your hallway looks more plain. Is it dark? Does it frighten you? Begin walking down the hallway and focus on the sound of your footsteps. You are alone. Walking until you see a doorway marked with the number five. Open it. You are now on the threshold. Welcome to Liminal Space.
The first thing you notice on the other side of the doorway is the unnatural quality of the light. It has a blue undertone that casts a pall over the people in this hospital waiting room. As you look around, you notice four of them scattered to disparate sections of the room, disconnected in physical space, but connected by the threads of humanity in their exhausted visages. They sit uncomfortably on blue upholstered chairs, gazing occasionally at an ancient TV in the upper right corner of the room. It is showing old reruns of a soap opera in between ads for prescription medication. There is no sound coming from the TV, but you see that it has been closed captioned the text appearing at the bottom of the screen doesn't appear to match what is happening in the scene. A woman is crying and shouting at a man across a hospital room. In between them is a woman in a bed. She has an oxygen tube in her nose, and various wires snake out from under the sleeves of her hospital gown. Her eyes are closed. The caption reads, Side effects include nausea, headache, existential dread, and regret. Ask your doctor about today. You tear your gaze from the TV and look around the room. The people in the waiting room don't acknowledge your existence. There is a woman, thin, with dark circles hanging under glazed gray eyes. Her child sits on the scratchy cornflower blue carpet in front of her, running a toy car along the floor and the arms of the chairs around them. He purses his lips, as if imitating a car engine noise, but there is no sound coming from his lips. He is more awake and alive than these people, but even this small child with his disheveled golden hair does not break the heavy silence. On the opposite end of the room is a middle-aged man. His belly is firm and round like a pregnant woman's, and his black mustache is speckled with wiry silver hair. His salt and pepper hair is receding. He stares unblinking at the carpet, arms crossed. Several seats down from him is a young woman in business attire. As she flips through her magazine, one leg crossed over the other and bouncing gently, it almost looks like she is here for an interview. Her haggard expression tells you that she is barely concealing her worry. The people in this room are waiting. Waiting for something they do not yet know. Their faces reveal the news they are expecting. But humans are curious creatures. 
one man, in critical condition, and expected to die, may make a miraculous recovery, while another, two doors down from him, dies from an infection after a routine procedure. As you stand in the waiting room, you scan the faces of the people sitting around you, and you wonder what news they will be receiving tonight. Perhaps they will not hear news. Perhaps what lies ahead for them is yet another day of waiting. Another day of wondering. Another day where a life balances on the threshold. Will they cross? Or will they close the door? You are not waiting. It is time to move on. You pass through the waiting room to a small desk behind a window. A woman sits behind it and waits to take down the information and insurance cards of people entering the ER. She doesn't see you. She holds a pen between two fingers and stares vacantly through it. You get the impression that this has been a slow night for her. Two empty styrofoam coffee cups sit next to her on the desk. To your right, you see a long, sterile hallway lined with doors. Most are open. You can't help but look into the doorways as you pass. The rooms are open, but most are dark inside. It is very late at night, and patients are sleeping. Every once in a while, you pass a darkened room, bathed in the glow of the minuscule television mounted to the ceiling. In some rooms, only the periodic beeping of machines lets you know that there is someone behind the curtain on the far side of the room. Eventually, you find yourself at the elevators. This space is much more open than the hallway that preceded it. Opposite the elevators is a large bank of windows that stretch from waist height to the ceiling. There are a few fake plants and a coffee stand that is currently deserted. Its selection of muffins and other packaged pastries are locked away for the night inside the darkened display case. The smell of stale coffee lingers in the air. You can almost taste the slightly burnt aroma of hospital coffee. You can imagine the acrid aftertaste as it slides down your throat. Feel the slight burn on the tip of your tongue. The people who drink this coffee are not drinking it for enjoyment, but for a few extra moments of alertness. A few extra minutes with the patients in the rooms down the hall. They desire to stay awake as long as humanly possible 
despite the fluorescence above them slowly cooking their eyes as they sit and wait, awash in uncertainty. You stand at the window, wanting to put your hands on the crystal-clear glass, but to smudge the view feels wrong. Below you, you can see the cars zipping through the labyrinth of roads in the city. Disembodied trails of light mark the passage of people who are not waiting. Their lives continue to move forward as quickly as their vehicles can travel. Speaking of travel, it is time to move on. Past the elevator is a new hallway. You follow it as far as you can go, turning when you reach a dead end. You do not see any doctors or nurses passing through this hallway, aside from the woman at the desk and the people in the waiting room. You have not seen anyone at all. You are alone. But you are not alone. You look into a room on your right. It is empty. You look into the room on your left. It is empty. As you move down the hallway, you continue peering into rooms as you go. They are all empty. You are alone. When you round the next corner, you find yourself in a darkened hallway. At the end of the hallway, a pool of light gathers at the base of the last doorway. It draws you like a moth to a flame. When you look into the lit room, you see a woman. She is old and frail, lying down in the hospital bed. There is an oxygen tube in her nose and various tubes and wires emerge from the sleeves of her hospital gown. She appears to be asleep. You stand there for a moment and watch the rise and fall of her chest as she breathes with the help of the machine beside the bed. On the table beside her is a black and white photograph it's a couple, a handsome man in a suit and tie, and a beautiful woman in a white veil. You can almost see her rosy cheeks and gently upturned nose underneath the wrinkled face of the woman in the bed. She opens her eyes, and she looks at you. Does, Does she, she see, see you? you? Yes. She smiles.
She is the first person to acknowledge your presence here. But she says nothing. Her faded blue eyes seem to know you. Do you know her? That's when you hear it. A door appears inside the hospital room and softly swings open. As you begin to walk forward, you realize that you do not recognize the hallway on the other side. This doorway is not for you. You feel a hand brush yours. The woman walks toward the doorway, glancing back at you before disappearing down the corridor. The door swings shut and fades into nothingness. You look back at the bed, and the woman is there. But she is also not there. Her eyes are closed, and there is a hint of a smile on her face. She has begun her journey on the other side of the door. As you leave, two nurses enter. Neither of them see you or acknowledge your presence. They are concerned only with what is on their side of the doorway. As you walk back down the hallway, you hear it again. A door stands in the middle of the corridor. When it swings open, you see a familiar hallway. Your hallway this time. It is time to return. As you walk toward it, you feel at peace. There are many doorways to explore. Your hallway will stretch on as long as you want it to. You close the door behind you and breathe. It is time to return. Imagine that your feet are covered in blue light. The light is cool and refreshing. In a second, the light will begin moving through your body. As it does, those parts of your body will begin to wake up. It is time to return. Feel the light slowly move up your legs. You may feel a tingling sensation 
as your legs return to the real world. It is time to return. Feel the light moving up through your belly and into your chest. Focus on the feeling of cooling energy passing through your core. It is time to return. The light is now spreading down your arms and into your fingers. Feel the cooling sensation wash down your skin and through your veins. It is time to return. As the blue light moves up your neck and into your head, your vision is engulfed. You only see blue. Soft, cooling, refreshing blue. Let the sensation wash over you like cool water. It is time to return. Slowly open your eyes. You have returned to normal space and time. We hope you will return to the liminal space, for there are many more doorways to explore. For now, reflect on the experience. Liminal spaces are places of uncertainty. So, what are you waiting for? What will you do now? What made you check in to this tenuous section of liminal space? Liminal Meditations is created and produced by Stevie Moshe and Jason Irvin. Text and guidance is provided by Stevie Moshe. Audio production and music is provided by Jason Irvin. Follow the show on Instagram at liminal underscore meditations.